Live at 5 Sports with Todd and Suhan. Brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Well, uh, Jim, I wondered if the Twins had signed Michael Taylor again, if that maybe wasn't a bad sign for Byron Buxton in the outfield. I don't feel quite that same with, with Manuel Margot. He certainly appears to be a fourth outfielder and just some outfield depth. How do you read that whole signing? No, that's exactly right. Uh, they, were, they stayed in touch with Michael Taylor. Uh, it wasn't really a match because Taylor... You know, Taylor feels like, hey, I proved I'm a big league starting center fielder. Mm-hmm. I contributed a lot to a good team. I can field. I can hit a home run. I can steal bases. I don't want to, if Buxton's really going to play however many games in center field, I don't want to go back to being just a backup. So I think he's kind of waiting for, and frankly, he's probably, at this point in his career, he's probably looking for the best financially deal he can get. He's probably not going to get that from the Twins right now. Mm-hmm. They're not going to spend a ton of money on a backup center fielder. Uh, Margot, you know, just, He kind of is Michael Taylor without Michael Taylor expectations. Mm. He's coming in. He will be happy to play in center field. He'll be happy to play the corner outfields. Um, He is still very athletic. He runs well. He might. He's a he's a good defender. You know, some people think there's when he's healthy, he can be an excellent defender. He hits left-handed pitching. So he kind of he he. This is kind of the last piece of the roster, frankly. Uh, at least the playing position playing roster. Mm-hmm. They wanted to get as many right-handed bats as they could. They wanted as much flexibility as they could. They wanted as much Byron Buxton uh, insurance as they could get. Now they have really <clears throat> three guys who can back up center field. Mm-hmm. They have Margot, they have Willie Castro, and they have Austin Martin. But the fact that Margot really is capable of playing center field as a true center fielder, not just to fill in, means that they can keep Castro and Martin around for other purposes. Do you think Martin makes the opening day roster? I think he's right on the bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, let's let put it this way, this means he doesn't have to make the, the ro- opening day roster. Sure. If they hadn't signed Margo or somebody like him, then Boston Martin probably would have had to be on the opening day roster. And with a young player who hadn't been in the big leagues before, who's had some struggles in the minor leagues, maybe that would have been asking too much or expecting too much. Uh, now they can send him to AAA and have him ready to come up at a moment's notice and have him continue to develop and play every day. I think that's the way they'd rather go. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, uh, interesting. You know, Buxton in center field today, and, and I saw in your paper uh, just a quick blurb that said 554 days since the last time mm-hmm. he appeared in center field. I didn't get a chance to see any of it. We're talking as the game is just in its early stages now. Um, but, but good to see, and I'm anxious to maybe see some highlights of him running around in center field. Yeah, and uh, I I kind of hope we don't see highlights of him running around center field because <laughs> I, I don't want him making difficult plays this game. Right, right. Um, I want him really easing into this, and maybe the last week of regu- maybe the last week of spring training, then maybe he'll try to make a diving catch. Maybe he'll go to the wall or something like that. Man, I just want him to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, because the reality is, yes, we all want to see Byron Buxton doing making the crazy catches that he's made during his career, mm-hmm. the ones that set him apart from everybody else. But I don't want to see him risking, you know, I mean, making one play in exchange for maybe going on the disabled list, it's just not a good trade. Mm-hmm. I want, and if, if he can be a, if he's a great center fielder, great. If he's a very good center fielder who stays healthy, hits 35 home runs, that's even better. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they were kind of relaying that message to him a couple of years ago. He did kind of slow it down a little bit, you know, when you watch his, his speed. He was 99th percentile. And then a couple of years ago, he came down uh, from that. Some Maybe it's age, knee injuries, and maybe it's the fact that they're telling him, hey, let's not crash into walls so much. We can survive a double. We don't want to play 20 games without you. 
Right, exactly. Now, I talked to Tory Hunter about this. I talked to Buxton about this. I, talked, I used to talk to Puckett about this. You know, what the athlete will tell you is you can't go out there and play cautious. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work. And there, there is that uh, cohesive part of being part of a winning team where everybody trusts that everybody else out there is giving their best. Mm-hmm. So it sounds good that me and you, hey, let the ball hit the wall, don't hurt yourself. These guys really aren't built like that. Yeah. They are Good teammates don't think like that. So I, I, what I like is the, what the Twins did in a more practical measure is they said, okay, we're going to have you play much deeper in the outfield. Mm-hmm. Then, you, uh, you know, then you're not running straight into the wall as often. You're running at a more oblique angle. You don't have to challenge the wall as much. Easier, the plays are easier back then. And then you use your speed to come in on balls, not speed to run into the wall. Is, so Martin, you think, has certainly a chance potentially to even make the opening day roster or at some point this season, so he's close. Who else might be close for the Twins to, that's uh, one of their prospects that we might uh, enjoy seeing come up? I mean, really, this this team is pretty set. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, people love the mythology of people competing for uh, roster spots in spring training. Usually there are only two or three roster spots that are actually open to competition if everybody's healthy. Mm-hmm. So I really think that uh, Austin Martin and Brooks Lee are both in the same category, which is, you know, if things break a certain way, it's possible they could break with the opening team. If somebody gets hurt, they could break with the opening day team. Mm-hmm. More likely, they're going to be sent to AAA, told to continue to develop with the team knowing that, you know, the team hopes that by the end of spring training, they're, they'd be very comfortable calling each up. You know, so it's Probably the most important thing about spring for them is showing Baldelli that they really are big league players and ready to contribute to a team. So that when if he call, if and when they have to call him up, there's some comfort there. Yeah, in case of injury, which we know uh, you have to deal which with as the season goes along. Uh, one guy, you know, Walker Jenkins, the highest rated Twins prospect. I think he's like top five in all of Major League Baseball according to uh, Major League Pipeline. Their number one pick. Uh, last year, just a big, rangy outfielder. Uh, will he be maybe double A or someplace this year? I, you know, I haven't asked that lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so young. Mm-hmm. My guess is that he starts at A ball, and you know, one thing that you know, and this is philosophical and doesn't really necessarily apply to every single player, mm-hmm. but you know, talking to twins people over the years about this kind of stuff. They like the idea of somebody having to force his way to the next level, not be given it. So, now he hasn't played above, you know, he hasn't played above A ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did very well in A ball. But he had, what, in A ball, he had 56 plate appearances, mm-hmm. which is not very many. No. So, my guess is they start him in Fort Myers uh, and just make him earn his way up the ladder, which, if he performs the way he has his entire life, he will move very quickly. Yeah, no doubt. He's uh, really been, been a stud and got that number five pick uh, thanks to the draft lottery uh, that year. So the Twins uh, on track uh, to begin the season. And then video released yesterday from Kirk Cousins from his uh, social media pages of him, you know, dropping back, looking like a quarterback, throwing the football, except he's in shorts and, and on a tennis court. Uh, he's probably just demonstrating, hey, I'm on my way. He said he wants to be back for offseason workouts. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this is, we could argue over what his main purpose for releasing the video was, but I think he probably just has all kinds of purposes. Number one, telling other teams that, hey, uh, if you want to consider me as a free agent, I'm going to be ready. 
Number two, I think he has become, you know, he, you know Kirk has some quirks to him, um, <laughs> but he has become very fan-friendly. Uh, he's become much more comfortable with being a, a, a public figure who opens himself up. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think part of it is just him telling fans, hey, look, I'm working at this. Uh, and I think he knows he's learned how to play the PR game pretty well. And he's he's learned that when he opens himself up to the public, they, he's received pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, one guy who apparently didn't receive him very well is a former Vikings offensive lineman who criticized Cousins, and I think somebody else did, for taking Tuesdays completely off as the quarterback uh, during the course of the season. Uh, did that have an effect? Did the current team care about any of that? I mean, Boone has been gone for a few years. Yeah, uh, this is you know this is really a situational thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, most NFL quarterbacks, most great NFL quarterbacks, I've been around enough or had enough you know sources on um, their grinders during the season. They spend Tuesday. They would usually come in and meet with the quarterback coach at least on Tuesdays, help get the game plan in, and they just felt like okay during the season I'm just all in every day. Cousins. Uh, whether it's because he thinks he needs a mental rest, whether it's because he's a, a pretty devout family man, uh, he just always feels like he takes should take Tuesdays off and he's better that way. My view is in the NFL, um, often people and teams work too hard, try too hard, overcomplicate things. I don't think, you know, I think if you look at Kirk Cousins' numbers uh, for a guy who was a middle-round draft pick, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't think him coming on Tuesdays would improve him or improve the offense. I think I think sometimes NFL players and teams take too much pride in their work ethic and overwork themselves. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan, brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.